Welcome to We Drink and We Farm Things. This is the farm comedy podcast that is an adult happy hour for the farming community. We drink adult beverages, talk about the ups and downs of farming things, and give zero clucks about not having the perfect farm life. We keep it real with you and share the mistakes we've made and what we've learned so you can feel less alone in this farm thing. We drink things, we farm things, we drink and farm things. Oh, hey there, listener. Welcome to We Drink and We Farm Things. This is a special replay episode of a mini-sode called Questioning Our Life Choices, and we picked this mini-sode to replay this week because this one really had a ton of your fun farm stories in it. And farm stories are just one of the things that is really like the highlight of being a part of this drink and farm community. We love getting to read them. We love hearing them. We love hearing about the things that are happening on your farms. And this particular minisode had a bunch of them, not to mention some pretty cool stuff uh, about cicadas and maybe some not so pretty cool stuff about cicadas, hilarious horses and scary horses. (laughs) And, of course, there's some stuff about goat butts and chicken math. So, I mean, look, this mini-sode has everything for everyone. Not to mention there's also a Bob the Turkey story, which you know that we all love. I think it's one of the earlier ones. So I think that you can search Bob the Turkey and you'll find some other ones. And also a really, really, really great story about too many guineas (laughs) so thanks so much for listening in i hope you love it and if you would like to send us your farm stories and can't evens you can do that through our facebook group you just join it on facebook it's called we drink and we farm things answer the questions we'll let you in and you'll get to share those things with us uh, so that we can do some fun reactions to them and read them and the whole community can really enjoy them through their ears so that's a lot of fun our drink peep this episode is our friend Jenny Beck, and she is at Beck's Boots to Roots over on the Instagram. So cheers, lady. And in today's mini-sode, we have a variety of can't evens and a couple of farm stories that we're hoping that you'll all enjoy. Again, Facebook did a weird update. I don't see everything. I can't find everything in the group. But when you do use hashtag can't even, it's a lot easier for me to filter and find. So keep doing that. If, you know, you have been, if you haven't, and it seems like we're missing some, that might be why. If it isn't those two things, it's that (laughs) Facebook is just rude. We'll just blame it on Facebook. (laughs) They can take it. Facebook is rude. Yeah, they can totally take it. (laughs) And our first can't even from today was shared in the group by Sharon Smith. And she says, cicada art, hashtag can't even. And she shared a very impressive post. By John U. Brascom. We'll link to it in the show notes because you guys have to see these pictures. He made some um, really impressive art out of cicada exoskeletons. It looks like something out of the movie Alien, honestly. Mm hmm. It's creepy, but impressive. Terrifying, but impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our next can't even is from Angie Marie. And she says, Here's my Friday can't even. And it is a goat butt cookie cutter. Four inches. (laughs) Only $8, too. You know, that is a bargain for how much joy that cookie cutter would bring. And I really appreciate that where the goat butthole is, there's just a little X. (laughs) 
Yeah, I love it. I need this cookie cutter. I need to order that. Yeah, for sure. Same. And our next can't even is from our friend and ex editor supporter extraordinaire. She helps us a lot, and we love her. But anyways, Katie shared a really <laughs> insane video. And she said, hang on to your britches because I can't even. And it's this video of this girl that was doing some barrel racing. The horse fell over and took off and ripped her jeans right off of her. Crazy. And the the posters, thank God that Cash and I are both okay. And to the Ariat jeans that saved me. And she does post the video and the jeans, and the jeans are just ripped right off of her. And she is sitting in the middle of an arena that looks pretty empty, probably because of COVID. Just in her panties, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our next one is from Mary Goddard, and this is a story that she has typed out for us. And it says, I apologize in advance for any spelling, grammar, or comprehension errors in this post, <laughs> as I'm more than a little tipsy while writing this. But... JFC, the things I do for this damn turkey. <laughs> oh, I was like, what does that mean? Now I get it. It's curse words. <laughs> it took me a second. <laughs> yes. And she says, yes, I'm talking once again about Bob the turkey. So she has apparently realized that her unfertilized eggs aren't going to hatch and is no longer broody. Thank God. And she's back to only making sexual advances to newcomers and my husband, who doesn't come out to say hello very often. So he's basically a newcomer in her dumb brain. <laughs> Instead, she's taken to asking for the red carpet treatment each night before bed. Basically, there's a ramp that leads into the turkey treehouse where she has been content to go to sleep finally. However, Princess Bob is too good to walk up the ramp. Instead, she walks up the people steps and just hangs out there until I go out with a separate little ramp so that she can walk <laughs> from the stairs to the turkey ramp and then go into the treehouse. She will wait out until 11 p.m. She doesn't care. She literally won't go into the turkey house unless I provide her special ramp for her to walk from the people steps to the oh turkey ramp. <laughs> Y'all, I can't even with this turkey. How did my life end up like this? How did I end up the sort of person with a special ramp for her fat, stupid turkey? Oh, Bob. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, goodness. Bob is going to be like an honorary mascot in the group, I think, with how many stories we get yeah. to read about poor Bob the turkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Our next one was posted by Amy and Poor Amy has been hit hard by the cicadas. And she said, I'm over these cicadas. We get dive bombed by multiple cicadas every time we are in the yard. They come in the house on our clothes when we are not paying attention. They're killing plants and damaging some of our small trees. Oh, yeah. Need cicada mulch? We got some. And the pictures are pretty horrific. Like, literally looks like mulch. Like, if, if I, like, oh. back up, like, it looks like red mulch. Yeah, it's so gross. I can't even imagine the smell. Mm, yeah, the smell and the crunch. Like it when you... Mm, oh, mm, no. I'll pray for you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, and we're like... I mean, we made a shirt for these guys, too. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you must... Amy, you must have the the hottest party pad... For them to just be zeroing in on your family like that. I am so sorry. 
They are so much worse than I imagined. The pictures she shared has been absolutely insane. And you want to know something weird? And I don't want to like totally jinx myself. I have not heard one cicada this year. Yeah, I haven't either. I think I'm just north enough where I haven't heard or seen any. Yeah, and I'm just south and east enough because apparently when you drive to Cincinnati, there are like hordes of them. And when you drive to Columbus, there are hordes of them because I heard them when I drove to Columbus the other day. When you drive through the tree patches, it's so loud you can hear it in the car over over the radio. Wow. Yeah, but none here. All right, our next one, our next can't even is from Tonya Harold. And this is something that she shared from Photography by Kristen. And it says, this photo session, (laughs) I laughed so hard. Who knew that when I told this horse to smile, he would. Best maternity session ever. And it is a series of photos of what looks to be an adorable couple that is taking maternity photos. And this horse has (laughs) just the best faces it's the happiest horse I have ever seen, and it, I'm here for it. He's so excited to have a human baby <laughs> to hang out yes. with. Yes. Like, <laughs> he looks more excited about the pregnancy than the humans do. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Our next one is from Olivia Beach, and she's posted, uh, saw this in another group, and thought you would all get a laugh out of it, too. Hashtag chicken math. Am I right? And the post says, y'all, I'm over here dying because Google suggested me this article about the crisis of backyard chicken keepers, which is that they love having chickens so much that they keep getting more and then don't know what to do with all the eggs. Definitely have been there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Which I can see how this would be a problem, but it's just so funny to me because they had interviewed this one guy who started off with three chickens. And then kept adding more and more and eventually started donating the eggs to the local food bank. And at the end of the year, when they wrote him a tax receipt, he discovered he had donated over 400 dozen eggs. Seriously. It was a whole article talking very seriously about how people are so into chickens that they just keep collecting them like Pokemon and then have to scramble their words, not mine, to get rid of the eggs <laughs> because they weren't even thinking of egg production. They just loved having chickens. And while I may be over here laughing a bit too hard, honestly, big mood. <laughs> I mean, I can't relate to this whatsoever. No, no, I didn't. I don't have over 70 chickens over here. No idea what you're talking about. <sighs> My favorite was when a friend asked me the other day, no, what was it? I posted on Facebook about having too many eggs and Uh needing to get rid of them because they were taking over the fridge and Jared had just like had enough. (laughs) (laughs) And then my friend came over and I showed her the baby chicks and she's like, wait, wait, you guys have too many eggs and don't know what to do with them and you have baby chicks? (laughs) Why? And I was like, I don't know. They're cute. I like them. They're fun. (laughs) They're fun. And we love my pet chicken. And yeah. (laughs) we can't break the habit yeah it's it's just impossible and now uh, now i saw them through her hip camp store so (laughs) there we go all right this next one was posted by stephanie downey and she says here's a can't even for today this was posted in an equine vet help group okay so it says vets only my horse just ate a live bird should i be concerned (laughs) (laughs) and one of the first comments is 
I don't think you have too much to worry about, but monitor for choking or any evidence of colic over the next few days. I am sorry to say, however, that your horse may be a monster. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And someone else commented, agree with Dr. S, monster. And then someone else said, was it an eagle or a sparrow? And someone said, it sounds like maybe a swallow. (laughs) (laughs) Barn swallow, probably. (laughs) Oh, it was great. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for posting hilarious things from other people's groups in our group. We love it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Great. So we do have two farm stories today. The first one is from Katie V. And she says, y'all, I really don't know if I should put this one under I can't even or farm story. But here goes. Earlier this week, I was sent a message on Facebook from an acquaintance. She tells me she has a goat that she has to get rid of. Okay, what is it? It's a mini dwarf pygmy something. (laughs) It's a young buck that she got as a bottle baby. She tells me he has to go before my husband kills him. He's eating the weed. I'm a little stumped. Most people are happy that the goats are eating weeds. And she says, no, he's eating the weed. Now would be a good time to mention that I live in Oklahoma where medical marijuana has recently become legal. And apparently this little goat has eaten quite a large amount of their cash crop. So here's Prince, the adorable stoner goat. Also, I'm almost certain he's Nigerian dwarf. And he does look (laughs) Nigerian dwarf to me too. And adorable and a little spacey. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) very cute though one chill go (laughs) yes thank you for sharing that with us that is pretty funny (laughs) yeah i love it all right the next farm story that we got was from our friend vanessa smiley and she says farm story time because i have to share this with someone and not feel judged so she says as some of you may know We run a farm animal sanctuary for unwanted, abused, or neglected farm animals where they can live out their lives in a happy and safe environment. Part of that includes doing what we can to keep the animals happy. For example, we got more ducks to keep our bonded pair of female ducks happy in case one died and left the other one alone. We've had two guineas who are a bonded pair, male and female, and when the female started laying eggs, we thought we should let some of them hatch so that they have guinea friends. About the time a hen went broody, so we put four guinea eggs under her, and she hatched them two weeks ago. Meanwhile, the female guinea kept laying eggs in a not-safe spot, and when she went broody, we tried to move her and the eggs into a better location. Utter fail. That's okay, we said. We have an incubator. Not knowing which eggs were viable, we placed them all in the incubator, hoping for a couple to make it. After all, some of these eggs were weeks old. The female just laid one egg a day for nearly a month, so we'd be happy if half a dozen or so made it to hatching, and hopefully we managed to raise them well. Y'all, I candled the eggs yesterday, on day 15, and out of 20 eggs, would you like to guess how many have little baby Keats growing happily inside of them? I'll just tell you. 16, with two still unclear. I know we're still approximately two weeks from hatching, but oh my God, if we end up with 16 to 18 more guineas, we'll have an army of guineas. We're terrified. We're questioning our life choices right about now. (laughs) That is a lot of guineas. That's for sure. And those guys are loud. Yeah, it's just going to sound like a car alarm is going off there like all the time. Yes, it is. (laughs) 
Thanks so much for listening to this mini-sode replay. We hope that you absolutely enjoyed it and thought it was hilarious, got some good laughs, and maybe even some like good ideas for future cookie baking or art. <laughs> So just a reminder, go ahead and leave your can't evens and your farm stories over in our Facebook group over at facebook.com and you search for We Drink and We Farm Things. Join it, answer some questions, we'll let you in and you can share all those things with us. That way we can put together some more awesome mini-sodes for you full of stuff that you can't even about and your farm stories. So that's it, guys. Until next time, drink, farm, and give zero clicks. I know. We drink things, we farm things, we drink and farm things. We love Grubbly Farm's Little Pecks for our newest poultry friends. With Little Pecks, our fluffy ones can enjoy a farm-fresh recipe inspired by foods they naturally love. Every peck of crumbles is packed with sustainably harvested grubs, vegetables, and whole grains to help our little ones grow. So start your newest additions off on the right foot. Or should I say beak? (laughs) From hatch to 20 weeks with little pecs. Grubbly Farms delivers all their products right to your door for free. And don't forget to use the code DRINKINFARM25 to get 25% off your first order.